time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, Leaving the Yard on 107.9, The Fan. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan hanging out with you today as we're going to talk a little sports. It is the uh, Thursday version, unless, of course, it's the uh, rewind. And uh, good morning. <laughs> have a good Friday. Go out there and have a big day before the weekend starts. Otherwise, for you Thursday nighters, here we are. And it's great to see you again. I, I oh. didn't recognize you coming oh, in. Oh, man, it's been three weeks. I'm excited to be back. Happy to be back. I'm glad to be done with tournaments. So, you know, I'm excited. Uh Friday morning, I mean, Friday afternoon, I get to go watch my daughter play, so I'm really excited. Right. <laughs> nice. No, Did you guys do traveling tournaments? Where'd you play? Uh, we were in Nederland, oh, um, okay. and we stayed We stayed down there, and then um, we went to Lufkin last week. All right. So, yeah, we were, we were all over. You're on the road? Yeah, we were on the road. You like taking teams on the road? Uh, as I've gotten older, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I was at a 27-year-old coach, I loved it. You yeah. know, uh, now with, with with a daughter in high school and a son in junior high, no. I want to be home not. in my own oh, bed. Yeah, I'm, you know, I I joke I've joked with my assistant coaches and my wife, but, but you know, not that I'm old, but I can I can see the end of the tunnel of my coaching career already. It's like really, it's, I can see it winding down. Yeah, I just want to be home more and be around my children more and my, my family. You know, guys who've done it for 40 years, and football coach is a little different than base, the basketball coaches, rather. You guys, Great. baseball too. You guys can go on two or three-day tournaments, and you're gone for a full oh, weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And people don't realize that it's not a party. You're having to babysit oh, yes. <laughs> 10, 12, 15, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds while you're trying to figure out how to win games. Correct. It'll, it'll beat you down. It's amazing to see guys that have done this for 30 and – Odd oh, years yeah. and going like really? How can you continue to do this? Yeah, I'm in year 16, and it's like yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to um, start looking at something yeah. different. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes no, it makes perfect sense. You know, it's easy to sit in the stands and coach from the stands. Absolutely, like guys in the stands always know more. They know what you should be doing. They know what you're doing wrong. They know which kids you should be playing. It, it's an amazing thing how easy it is from up there and how difficult it is from down where you sit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I was sitting in my son's game on Monday night in the gym, and I, I always go to the gym, and I find the top corner where I can just hide and just watch him, and I tell him every game, hey, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at. Don't say nothing. That's right. I'm not going to say much in the stands. You look at your coach, and I'm just dad. Yeah. So leave me alone. Right. And uh, and I do. I do a good job of not of not saying anything. And, you know, I, I say this, you know, I'm not like I'm um, – and like I won state championships or nothing, but but I've I've you know I've won enough in my career uh, as a coach, basketball and football. It's just like you know, uh, you think about you know what, and you're missing your children's game. And I, I probably only seen my daughter play like three times this year. Yeah. It's like, you know what, you know, you start looking at that tunnel, saying you know it's maybe it is time to go yeah. and, and be dad more so yeah. than, than Coach McCowan, and, and it's. I respect guys who've been in the game for 30, 40 years. I right. just hey, I don't know how you guys have done it. My mom did it for 30 years, and it's like, hey, but she got out of it probably after year 17 or 18, matter of fact, and she just taught. And so it's almost – it's one of those conversations I had with her, and and, and it kind of opened my eyes up a little bit more as a dad and, and, and you want to be present. And so I never coach in the stands. To go back to that point, I don't coach in the stands. I sit in the corner. I sit in that red water gym Monday night. I may have, I may have made three or four comments because I just can't help myself, but for the most part <laughs> – I'm just sitting over there trying to hide and just cheer on the whole team. <laughs> so, you know, good passes, guys, move the ball, things like that. Have you had a game in particular? I, Robert Cochran, uh, who, who taught for a, a coach for a long time around here, mm-hmm. um, I remember being at a game where he got into it with a dad in the stands <laughs> who could not – control himself on what everything was that should have been going on differently than it was. Correct. And he got into it with a guy. Have you had a, a dad, mom like that where you've actually had to tangle with him and say, you know what, you need to be quiet up there and your kid needs to be looking at me, not you? Yes, I've actually had that happen to me uh, 
as a player on my team and op- the opponent uh, fans who were, you know, saying things to my kids. And so, I'm first of all, I'm really big on do not talk to my children. Right. Don't talk to my players. I'm going to treat them like my son. And so we had an incident down in Nederland. Matter of fact, I got a, a parent removed because they, they were cussing at my kid. Uh. Um, but, yeah, um, early in my career, and I didn't handle it very well, um, 27-year-old Dwight did not handle it as well as probably 40-year-old Will right now. But uh, I, I, in so many words, told him, if you want to come and coach, you can come and, you know, take sure. the whistle. If not, right. if not, shut your mouth. Did, he come, I, did he come get the whistle? He did not no. come get the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, he did. He came out later on and was like, I'm sorry, coach. I was yep. like, it's all good. I didn't handle it, I didn't handle it very well neither. Um, so I was wrong, too, and I shouldn't have addressed you like that. And I won't do that. I mean, obviously I wouldn't do that now. It would be one of those things where I would – you know, reach out when the game's over. Like, hey, man, you know, I know you want to. I know you want the best for your child, sure. but um, you know, I, I need him to focus in on what we're doing. <laughs> we'll morph this conversation into into NBA and passion, okay? Because we watched Draymond oh, again gosh. this week. Oh my gosh! And I, I actually was listening to Zach Gelb coming in, and Gelb was having a conversation um, with uh, oh Antonio Daniels. Mm-hmm. Used to play for the Spurs, and they they made the comment of oh, Draymond's a Hall of Famer. I don't know is Draymond Green a Hall of Fame player? It's the thing. I, if you're asking me, uh, I don't think he is. But um, it's how the NBA works now. I, you know, the professional basketball Hall of Fame works. Yeah, he'll get in because of, really because you know, of his Olympic gold medal, uh, his uh, NBA championships teams he's been a part of. Do I think he's an NBA Hall of Famer? No, I don't. But in the same breath, I'm like, if it's NFL, I don't think Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. I think he's a really good player. Yeah. He, he had two no, big no moments, question. but I don't right. think he's a Hall of Famer. But back to Draymond, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I just think he's a he's a uh, he's a key piece to a uh, NBA championship dynasty, which is okay. I mean, he's 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 Robert Ory, but to me, not as good as Robert Ory. This suspension that he just got, which at the moment we don't even know how long it is. Yeah, it's indefinite. It, right it's now, still correct. indefinite. The league is going to have to figure out a way to rectify with Draymond Green how his future behavior is going to be handled before they let him back on the Correct. court. Do you let him back on the court? You know, honestly, I, I was thinking, I was talking to my brother about this. You know, I was like, man, to me, my opinion, honestly, I think it's a minimum 30 games. Really? Because it's just, this is just, this is just a habitual thing that he does. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, he stepped on Sabonis during the playoffs I mean, he went out. He went out of his way. I know everybody was laughing because people were not a fan of Rudy Gobert, but he went out of his way to go and choke that guy. Yeah, I mean, he went out of his way. He injected himself into the fight just right. to choke him. So to now, me, now he he's saying I had my guys back. I yeah. had Clay's back on that. Yeah, I mean, Clay was fine. He just wanted to go in there and choke Rudy Gobert. Right, just like the punch right there. He he went out of his way. He said he was grabbing. He was grabbing me. He was playing defense. And so yeah, to me, it's a minimum thirty games. That's in my opinion. I think I think what the NBA is going to probably do, just my guess. Probably fifteen games and 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 some counseling, which we know we counseling is not going to help that guy. That's who he is. I can't. I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm going back in in. Have you ever watched uh, Ted Lasso? Yes. Okay. The the scene in Ted Lasso where a player went up into the stands mm-hmm. after another, and they had the press conference after the game, and Roy Kent, the old retired player, handles the press conference. Yes, sir. And he makes the comment when they asked, "What did you think about what the guy, your, your guy, did?" And of course, he said, "We don't certainly condone it. It was bad." But and then they asked him, "Well, why did he do it?" And his comment was, and he gave a longer story about his own young player, and he made a stupid comment to a veteran player who beat him up pretty bad over it. Yes, and came back and then said, "You never know what's going on in people's personal lives. They don't share it." Hardly ever. Which is true. And where Draymond lives, we don't know if there's something there that's causing this visceral reaction to lash out at opponents, at lash out at somebody that he thinks is doing him wrong, doing his team wrong. I, I can't get in my head if he is the ultimate great teammate who will do anything for the guys wearing the same uniform he has, or if he is just imbalanced and can't regulate behavior as a 37-year-old basketball player, or whatever his age is now. 33. 33-year-old. He's a grown man who can't regulate the 
ability to stop for a second and decide, is this the thing I need to do right, or is this the thing I need to count to 10 before I react? Well, see, this is why I, uh, I think I think he knows exactly what he's doing. I don't think that's wrong. He? About he didn't have the issues in Michigan State when he's in college. To be honest with you, what I really think it is – is his his skill level is diminishing? He's getting okay. older, but this isn't new. He's been yeah. doing this his whole career. It's just getting worse, worse each year because because his skill level is diminishing. Older. He's right. trying to figure out how to to stand league. So he's he's really a fake tough guy to okay. me. And that's what he's really doing, and he's trying. And to me, if you want to be an intimidator, that's not an intimidator. That's just being a little punk. The things he's doing, he's sucker punching guys, right? Sucker punching, kicking guys. He's coming behind. So. To me, and that's what it is. To me, I really feel like him and Clay Thompson both their their skills are diminishing. They're, sure. they're getting older, injuries. Um, they got a lot of wear and tear on them, and so I just don't think he knows how to react. If you even think back to uh, the year, the year they struggled really bad when Clay got out. When Clay got hurt, it was the first year after I think late Clay towards ACL, and it was really just him and Steph out there, and they struggled. You know, they was like they got them getting the number two pick of the draft. Well, anyway. He found ways to get himself ejected because he just didn't want to be out there. Right. Especially when Steph went down and he went out for about a month and a half with a broken yeah. hand. It was one of those things. He's doing it deliberately. Like, you know what? I don't want to be here right now. He's a front runner. He's got some front runner in him. I just feel like he got out of there. Now, right now, I just feel like his, his skill level is diminishing. And he just doesn't know how to respond because he's not as athletic no more. Right. And he can't do the things that he once could do. They gave him four years and $100 million. It's not a good idea. I understand why. I don't. I, and the only reason I'm going to say it because of they're trying to show loyalty to their core guys. Now, to me, it's one of those things where, hey, the dynasty's over. Because it's over. The dynasty's over. They're older now. And you just got to go ahead and break that thing up and try to rebuild it with Steph. One last push at it. I mean, Steph's like 35 years old. So yeah. can you make one more push at it? Which I'm, I was, I said they was wrong when they when they made the draft pick, and I stick with it. And I feel like I was so right when I said they should have picked Lamelo Anthony. Yep. Um, and let uh, me Lamelo Ball. Lamello they should have picked him go. instead of uh, the big guy from Memphis. Yep. It was like whatever well, they got a point guard. You get two guards. You're good. Take right. him. You cigar know? league. Oh yeah, cigar league. Yeah. You go get Lamelo, and now you you're still good. You're still set. You can keep that thing rolling. And they did. They 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 tried to overthink the room, and so I think that's where they really dropped the ball with the dynasty. Are they about to be San Antonio? Yes. I mean, it feels – we're at a place right now where Greg Popovich has lost 18 straight games. Yes. Listen, basketball is a sport. You are – I don't care how good of a coach you are. If you don't have players – You don't You don't win. You ain't winning. This is a player's league. This is a player's league. Yes. I can drop the best player in America right now. If I got a kid who can make a shot, it doesn't really matter. You know, so and, – and, and I – they're not going to be where the Spurs are right now, but eh, you give them about three or four more years. That thing is going to really get bad. I don't even think age. it's that long. You don't think so? No. I, I give them about. Th- I was going to give them three years. You know, Steph still, still he's still playing a high level. I mean, they're struggling right now. They'll be struggling to get into the play-in game, but yeah, it's not. Right. not you're, very you're general manager of the Warriors. What do you do right now? What do you do to make well, this better next year? I would have got rid of Clay a couple years ago. Okay, honest, which you, you, it's one of those things you got to get rid of early before it's too late. Okay, but it's um, too late now. It's too late now. He, you don't re-sign him next year because okay. he's a free agent. Uh, you got to find a way. I don't know how. Find a way to dump Draymond's country. You got to find a way to unload him. So maybe you need a get, trade partner for him. Yeah, maybe get him to a contender. Okay, you know, and say, hey, he'll you winning. He'll play well for you, and then you just try to rebuild it from there. Try to get some draft picks and really do what Oklahoma City did. You hang on to Steph then. Yes, you have to hang on to him. Why? He's thirty-five. Well, he's still the, that's still the franchise. You still want to sell some tickets, though. You still need to sell some tickets out there in San Francisco. It's yeah, but I'm going to hold on to him till he's 38. No, and then he, what am I going to do? To me, that's the guy you just you just you don't you don't let that one go. You can't let him go. You can't let him go. It's like Duncan. You couldn't have traded Duncan. No, can't do it. Everybody else, oh, it's like Dirk. Well, I'm not a Dallas Mavericks fan, but you don't let Dirk go. Okay, you keep that guy. But everybody else, yeah, you got to get rid of. Him. Wow. See, I, if I'm living in the world where I'm the GM, and as much as I may love the guy, I know I can't win with just him and whatever's around him. But you know, with Steph, though, to me, you you can't really get him nowhere where you can really get back the the equal value or close to the equal value because you're gonna have to send him to a contender, and that contender is gonna win. So there's no point in getting those draft picks. So might as well just keep him. There's got to be some young guy sitting on the contender bench that you're ready to load up with. I, I just don't see no. You don't see it. I don't see nobody that's going <laughs> to unload their young players for, for a thirty-five-year-old Steph Curry. Neither. Well, but he is a Hall of Famer and he does sell tickets. 
And like you could get him to like a Miami, but what is Miami okay. going to send me back though? Not enough, no. you know, for Steph Curry. Now you know what I'm saying. I mean, he would probably yeah, would no. Go to Miami I, I get it. I just I don't see a yeah. good way that this ends no. without them becoming San Antonio or well, Detroit. They, they will. They yeah. will. And he's going to mm. be the agent, at, uh, agent player with them. All right, we're going to take a break. It's 15 minutes after five o'clock or top of the hour. If it's the morning. We'll take a break. Come right back. Dwight McCowan in here. Chuck Zach leaving the yard here on the fan 1079. What does a food truck chef in LA? Order up. A hip-hop producer from St. Louis. Check, check, one, two. And the king of the pickup courts in Philly have in common? They share the same grit, resilience, and passion for what they do. Because the people who share the same spirit share the same beer. Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment. My son, Ricky, took his life by the use of a firearm. It broke me, and I contemplated suicide. My grandson, I was going to have to be here for him. I still own my firearm. I keep it in a safe because I want to keep my grandson and myself safe. Store your guns, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. What makes essential workers essential? We build safe roads for you to drive on. We harvest fresh produce for your families to eat. We help you heal when you're sick. We get you where you need to go. We keep where you work and live clean and safe. We make sure you get what you need to make your household work. You're the essential workers who help our nation run. You're in every city, town, and corner of our country, and you come from all over the globe. And you have essential protections under the law. I'm Marty Walsh. The Wage and Hour Division at the Department of Labor helps ensure you receive the essential protections you deserve. If you have questions about your pay or about your job protection during an illness, visit our website or call 866-4US-WAGE. That's 866-487-9243. We can provide help in more than 200 languages. Brought to you by the United States Department of Labor. Hi, I'm Morgan Fairchild, and I am a lifetime lover of animals. I've rescued every pet I've ever had, so I know firsthand that when you adopt a shelter pet and make them a member of your family, it not only enriches you and your family's lives, but that of your pet's life as well. The champions at American Humane have been helping animals for more than 140 years. Whether certifying the humane treatment of farm animals, rescuing animals caught in disasters, ensuring the safety of animal stars on screen, or protecting our planet's endangered species, they go above and beyond to further their mission and make the world a kinder place for animals. Please consider adopting a shelter pet and supporting American Humane. Leaving the Yard live at 5 Monday through Thursday afternoons and Leaving the Yard Rewind Tuesday through Friday mornings at 7 on 107.9 The Fan. Marky got with Sharon and Sharon got Sharia. 19 after the hour, Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zack, Dwight McCowan in here. Hey, we're going to do a, a Nukes Sports Trivia gift card giveaway again today. I forgot to do one on Tuesday. I didn't have uh, my uh, act together yesterday because we had a guest in here. But today I'm prepped, I'm ready, and at 5.30 or bottom of the hour, we'll do a uh, Nukes uh, giveaway. Got a trivia question all lined up for you. So you can either win by calling 903-735-9905 or you can uh, hit us on Facebook. If you're the first one with the right answer, we got a $10 gift card to Nukes just hanging out here waiting on you. We were talking basketball last segment. I don't want to let that uh, get away without uh, mentioning today the passing of George McGinnis. 
know if you'd seen that, but uh, I didn't see that. Big no. George was uh, 73 years old. Yeah, didn't uh, see that. Really was one of the early stars in the dub in the uh, ABA rather. Mm-hmm. Um, a weird one-handed jump shot. Um, he's in the uh, Indiana Hall of Fame for sports. Um, really began, I think, getting recognized. He had a really great couple of years in the ABA where he dominated a great. championship series. and He was Mr. Triple-Double, basically. He and Dr. J came in together, mm-hmm. ended up on the 76ers together. And I think that kind of diminished what people saw about McGinnis. Yes. Because he wasn't a star on that team. Correct. Uh my stepdad, obviously, he he's he's always big in basketball, and and that's why I learned a lot. You know, this my my the information I learned from basketball. Obviously, I wasn't around in ABA days, but he would always tell me things about about the ABA and just about how 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 good those guys were, and and we kind of got diminished as years went by because of the NBA popularity, and and really people to this point now are a almost it's almost like they bookmarked the NBA started like with Bird and Magic. Yeah. It's like, no man, you, you you can go back and check, you know, and see how good those guys were. Uh and so, yes, the ABA um just overall in general um was really really was high level basketball. Obviously, it was so cool to see the Spurs and the Pacers come in. Spurs was the first ABA team uh to win the NBA championship at that time. And so, I just don't think those guys get the flowers that they deserve. I love me some Dr. Jack Ramsey, man. Let's oh. listen to that guy. Obviously, he got his career going there, and so it's awesome to hear people like that guy on the radio or talking about basketball. The uh, NBA you see today is pretty close to the ABA. Absolutely. Back in the early mid seventies, the three point shot being above the rim, and the you um, look at the NBA in mid seventy, and look at the ABA in mid seventy, you wouldn't recognize no today's NBA if it looked like it did fifty years ago. Correct. I, I was trying to think of my guy, my stepdad. He's always talk about with this with, with the Seattle SuperSonics. I think it was uh, downtown Freddie Brown. Freddie Brown. Oh yeah. Oh man, he said how he would just shoot that thing from oh, deep. Yeah. And that was a two-point shot back then. That's right. You know, and so, you know, but that's – he's like – he would always say, that's Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Yeah. He was shooting that thing from way yeah, back oh, yeah. there. And, and I always try to tell kids, man, learn, learn your history of basketball because all this stuff you see in it ain't nothing new. It's just it's just on a recycle. That's all it really is. If he doesn't tear a knee, David Thompson may be the greatest basketball Holy player smokes. ever played. Oh, my gosh. I saw some stuff on that guy. It's unbelievable, man. You know, Bill Walton, if he didn't have the foot problems he yeah. had, that guy right there was really good, you know. David Thompson's other problem was couldn't stay away from drugs. Well, that, that, was, that became that was, the other part of that his was a problem. Of, that was a lot of the NBA in the late seventies or eighties. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> so, no question, no question. That was a but lot of coming over. And Denver Nuggets were another of the teams that came from the ABA yes. and joined into the NBA. So uh, we, we marked the passing today of uh, George McGinnis because yes. uh, he truly was one of the linchpin guys. Part of the reason, if you're the NBA, you wanted a merger. You'd like to see some of these guys come over. Oh, absolutely, that were getting a lot of attention in the ABA at the time. Doctor J. Dr. J, one of the artists, Gilmore, one of them. I mean, you start looking at them, there's a handful of those guys. Absolutely. Those franchises didn't get to come in because Kentucky in particular didn't get to come in because there were guys on that Kentucky Colonels team, NBA play, NBA franchises coveted. And, 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 you know, obviously – you have to do your research. It's almost like um, if it was a, you're a football fan, just go back and look at the USFL. Maybe they didn't bring those USFL teams in, but those guys, those teams, were fighting for those players. So it's kind of similar. Did you watch the Reggie White piece yesterday? I recorded it. Okay, and, I'm not um, going to talk about that. I recorded it. I've been really tired because I've been doing a lot of coaching, and All so right. I got it on my DVR set for this weekend to watch. I'll do this much for folks who may or may not be considering watching. Minister of Defense was the uh, 30 for 30. I saw it last night. I don't know if it debuted last night or if it had debuted earlier um i i missed the first half hour or so mm-hmm. and got into it while he was in philadelphia so i missed the growing up in the college at tennessee stuff just came on when he was in the usfl okay and then ultimately making the move to philadelphia mm-hmm. um i will say this the piece turned in the second half on a lot of the things that Reggie had said um, that got him a lot of criticism later on. Um, he was a very... Was from his Christianity? Oh, yeah. He was yeah, a very much, strong yeah. in his conviction and faith Christian and minister. Yes. And made no bones about gutting out and, and condemning things that he saw were wrong. Great. And 
it cost him probably sponsorship money. It cost him, I, I won't say NFL money because his career continued. And he, he, even after he retired, decided to come back and play a season at Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he got he got his money out of the league. But um, it was an intriguing look. If you think it's just the Reggie White, Philadelphia Eagle, Green Bay Packer. Correct. And he it, retired pretty it, much and comes back one year. It became a very interesting second part of the story, which is maybe what makes it so compelling to see a guy who was as strong in his belief that he wouldn't back down of criticizing other people. And there are a couple of journalists who spoke out, one in particular, who was is, I guess, still alive, homosexual, who had said the things that Reggie said were so hurtful and so painful to guys like him who happened to be gay Correct. that – Reggie didn't care. It was it's. There's no gray. Yeah, there's no it's gray. Black it's black and it's white. white. Yes, and, and so uh, it's an interesting piece. Correct. It's a little difficult to watch if you really are on a political either side of the political Correct. spectrum about it. If you're extremely fundamentalist and conservative, it may be difficult to watch people condemning him about mm-hmm. it. And if you're on the other side and you're more liberal about it, and you thought Listen Reggie White was a great football player, you look at it and go, Ah, crap! Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was saying that stuff. Obviously, growing up, I remember it. Um, you know, you didn't have the the twenty four hour talk radio as much as you did. You know, the ESPNs and the and the debate shows, and so so it didn't get as much airtime. But I remember it as a kid and, and and coming up. And obviously, my stance on that stuff is is my stance. Right. And that's what he feels. And and um, I just always say this about things: everything isn't black and white. And no. I don't, you can't just make stuff black and white. It's easy to say that, but it's, but but it's not. It's everything's mostly gray. So. You respect him for that. You know, it's, it's one of those, hey, I'm not going to touch it because that's what he feels. Sure. I got my feeling, and you, you do your thing, and we're going to respect and respect each other and, and keep it moving. But um, I respect him because that's what he felt. That was his belief, and you're not moving him for it. Um, did he probably lose some money on it? Probably so. But uh, it doesn't take away what he did on the field, obviously. I mean, gosh, was, he was unbelievable. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. He, he carried the Packers defense. As he I got older as well, he still carried that Packers defense. And, you know, I actually got a signed football by him, by, by the way. Uh, my mom was a good friend of uh, Earl Dotson. So oh, I yeah, got, yeah, yeah. got lucky on Offensive that one. Line, yeah. <laughs> he lived yeah. in Longview at the time, and, you know, we got a chance to meet him. So nice. it was pretty awesome. So I just had to slot that in there. But I was not a Green Bay Packer fan, but, you know. Well, not but, everybody's perfect. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, we, so it was it was pretty cool. But I was still a fan, a fan of Reggie White, and, and I was ready to see the the piece about it because I want I like to see when him he talks about Jerome Brown, how close yeah, they were, yeah. and, and when Jerome passed away. So so you're looking forward to seeing that, and uh, like I said, I got it on DVR ready to see. Nice, it, you need to watch that. I watched that, and also the thirty for thirty on the the 90, 1997 uh, Heisman. That was awesome. I did watch that. I have not seen That's that. That's really one yet. good. They did right. a really good job. All right, really so there's a couple we need to be yes. going back and watching. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on the thing you said about black and white and gray. I always make this argument to kids in my classes. There's black, there's white, and there's ninety eight shades of gray. Hundred percent. That's kind of the way I try to explain it for me. No, nobody's always right. Nobody's always wrong, and there's a lot of degrees yeah. in between that are you're partially all of it. Hey, it's okay to listen to people and hear other people's point of view on yep. things. You might not agree with it, but it's okay to listen. There you go. Be respectful. All right, so we got those couple of things that we throw out there uh, today. The uh, word coming out of Alabama is quarterbacks coming back. So I did see that. Um, Jalen Milrow returning for another year. I mean, I don't think they should be in the college football playoffs, but that's just a oh, whole. Oh, yeah, you've been gone for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other topic. I was watching, wow. the, watching the ESPN train find a way to spin that thing and get those guys in there. I was like, they're setting it up. Because at first I was like, well, they can't, they, can't, they can't mess over Texas, so Texas has got to be in. Right. And uh, when I saw how they was trying to spin it on Florida State, I was like, oh, boy. it's. Were it's you coming. really thinking anybody was going to have a playoff without an SEC team? No, I didn't. Uh, I I I was hoping they had some real integrity and 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 did the right thing, but no, I, I knew what they I knew what they knew. There, there was they, no they, way there was that no was way. happening without but, an um, SEC. I, I I knew they was. You know, I know those guys are too gutless to do it, though. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I was because because you so know. You tell me, Dwight McCown, four best teams right now. I've had this conversation with a couple others. We've done it on the air. I'm asking you. You haven't been here. Four best college football teams. End I of the think year. they got it right. Just if Alabama should be in, should be Florida State. Better than Georgia, yes. Georgia okay. in the hell of the end of the board. They didn't get the, they didn't get the job done. It's not my fault. That's your fault. No, I get it. 
But I, I didn't ask. I'm asking best team. Do I think best teams I can put on the field? Well, who are I the can't. Four best well, teams? I can't tell you unless they get on the field and play. So that's yeah. where the hypothetical. Gets so if to you me. had to pick, you would have said Michigan, Washington, Texas, Florida State. Correct. All right. Hundred percent. All right. I, I feel Florida State did what they supposed to do. To me, I, it, it almost it was more so a slap in the face to all the cliches you see in football. Next man up. Yay. Next man got to step up and make a play. Right. And that's what and they, they did. did. Like, what more do you want them they, to do? They beat who was on their schedule. <laughs> it beat who was on schedule. They lost their quarterback. I get it. They lost their quarterback. But like you always say, they say football is the ultimate team sport, so you right. lose one player So they because they lost their quarterback. And they won, they won the ACC championship with their third-string quarterback. Right. That's great coaching. That's a great job of the team coming together. Defense, defense. play, offense. Yep. I mean, what more do you want? Yep. And so, uh, to me, it just made them look like some hypocrites. But, you know, that's just me. And I guess you could say I'm maybe an SEC hater. Won't have to deal with it next year because we got 12. <laughs> oh, you have to deal with it. Needs no, no, no. Third? You're going to get all the champs in. You're going to get all the second place teams in. You're going to get Notre Dame in. So you're going to get it, the champs in six SEC teams? No. <laughs> it won't be six SEC. No. Uh, uh, 12 teams with only four conferences. So you get the four conference champions. And Notre Dame. And one of the little non-power fives. Okay, so so that's six. And then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get at least uh, three more SEC and probably two more Big Ten, right? At least, probably. Yeah. So that's that's my twelve, isn't it? It's pretty close to. I, I, yeah. I didn't there you go. Map my that's that's right pretty there, close. But. That's it. Everybody's happy. Yeah, I'm just not happy with Alabama getting in. <laughs> I just didn't feel they should have got in. All right, here we go. Nukes trivia question time. You can call me 903-735-9905. You can hit us up on Facebook if you're the first one. Here's what I'm looking for. We had the Heisman presentation this past Saturday. We did. Quarterback from LSU wins. Yes. If it's not a quarterback, it's usually a running back. Three times we've had wide receivers win the Heisman. Can you give me all three? Cool. That's what I'm asking for. All three. And I want modern day, not guys back in the 30s and 40s. And <laughs> I'm talking about post-1960 can you give me the three wide receivers who have Same won the Heisman right. Trophy? Take it. Think about it. Hit us up. Either call us or on Facebook. We're coming back. Segment three next here on The Fan 1079. Oh, Texarkana. I'm looking forward to my visit this year. Y'all have some of the best cookies. Ho, ho, ho. My favorite local station, 1079 The Fan, has asked me to deliver an extra big present to someone this year. Something worth up to $5,000. Visit their newfangled website, thefan1079.com, and tell them what you want to gift yourself from Santa's Christmas grab bag. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. With an eye on issues in the Arklatex, this is Community Matters. For nearly 40 years, Hospice of Texarkana has provided quality end-of-life care to qualified participants within 50 miles of Texarkana without discrimination and regardless of their ability to pay. Hospice of Texarkana volunteers provide compassion and care to patients and their families around the clock. To learn more about Hospice of Texarkana, or if you'd like to volunteer, click hospiceoftexarkana.org. Texarkana Media Center cares about the community. 100% Texarkana. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. Hey, Sean Hannity here. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. It is the backbone of the emergency alert system, and that keeps us safe in dangerous times because when cell and Internet services are down, AM radio might be your only lifeline. Now text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Text AM to 5288. 8-6 today. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
1079 The Fan, weather forecast for the four states. Clear tonight with a low of 43. A 50% chance of showers tomorrow afternoon, partly sunny with a high near 64. 90% probability of showers tomorrow night, low of 47. Join us for our next live road show tomorrow, 10 to 1, at Texas Freedom on West 7th. Enter to win the Christmas grab bag by scanning the QR code. Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan is presented by Liberty Ilo IS. And our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. We're back. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Looks like no winner today for the Nukes $10 gift card oh, no. sports trivia giveaway. So I'll let Dwight McCowan go ahead and just go ahead and tell us the because you you nailed it right away. I did. Devontae Smith, Tim, Alabama, Tim Brown, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, and Desmond Howard, Michigan. Michigan. He hit the polls. Yeah, he did. 1991. Everybody should know Desmond. Everybody should know Desmond. That's, that should be Tim Brown one. to me is the hard one. Tim Brown is the See? hard one. You know. Devontae's, I mean, he's playing recent, right now. Yeah. That's a pretty easy one. Tim All Brown right. was the tough one for people. So, no uh, no gift card for you. We'll do it again next week. We'll try again. We got it uh, coming up on Christmas, so we'll figure it out. Uh, all right. NFL. For a minute. Because of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs meltdown following the loss to <laughs> Buffalo, which, by the way, the Cowboys and the Bills will play right here on the fan this weekend. And he, and he was offsides. And he was obviously offsides. Mike Florio, who um, writes a lot of NFL stuff, today came up with an article in which he said, why aren't we using technology? Why are we not? And, and his article made me think a little more technology. And he said this. He said, we've been using chains and markers for as long as we've had football. Correct. He said, why, especially at the NFL level, why in the world do we not have some kind of a system where we've got a laser on either side of the line of scrim, uh, either side of the field, where we've got a laser designating either where the first down uh-huh. is or where the line of scrimmage is? So, and we can maybe have both. Why can't you? And and his and his thing is this: that if you're across the line, like you're going to see, oh, I'm across the line. It's me. The laser's hitting me. I need to back up. Or if you have a sensor in your cleats, where receivers in particular, which I'm not crazy about this idea, because half the half the guys have their hand down on the ground and be lined up offside. Correct. Especially if you're on the defensive side. If we're going to get rid of lining up offside, then give me something that's a, a – I'm seeing the red laser, whatever color laser, across the line of scrimmage, and if I break it, I know, oops, I, I, I'm not looking at the referee. I'm looking at the thing right in front of me. Or the sensor in the cleat that the closer you get to the line, it lets you know, hey, it, you're, you're getting Correct. close to yes. the line. Now – I'm not crazy about the cleat idea, but I am crazy about this idea. I wish we did have the first down marker uh-huh. somehow electronically yes. where there's no question you cross the plane, and that means there's a sensor in the ball. Yes. And yeah. I want the same thing at the goal lines. I'm surprised they had never came up with anything like that. I, I'm just more stunned that, you know, that because Kadarius Tony was offsides, which he was, that we're going through all these great links to again help offense. Got a lot of offsides. Just points to referee. Am I on or off? Right. That was on him. But yes, um, I do think you should find a way to to use some technology in not having to use chains. You know, it's just yeah. it's one of those things. Like yeah, we're we're kind of past that. But you know, also NFL probably maybe trying to save some money. I, I don't oh, know. Come on, I, the NFL I does not need to save I, money. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, but. Um, the NFL craps money. If they can find a way to get those lasers across, and, in, and the lasers yeah. don't be a um, like a distraction on the field, so somebody's eyes or something like that, you know, no, be one thing. Is, I, I think if you had it flat. at a height, you know, if you if we're going like waist high, yeah, 
And I don't know how that needs to be. It may be a thing that, you know, is is a continual waist high to to well, yeah, the no, ground level. I'm just saying where you, you may that. be lined up that way because some guys you may be leaning f- top Correct. of your body over the line of scrimmage, but feet aren't. And in Tony's case, well, his whole body was basically across the line. Well, my thing is, are you going to put sensors for the defense as well? Yeah, you no, know? I mean it's so, a yeah. it's a sensor completely across so, either side breaks the lo- breaks the plane. You see the plane's broken. The plane's across all the – I don't know how it works. And I don't it, know it, how you, to make it work. You could put a sensor in the coach. So say like his, his, the DN is all, hey, 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 you feel that buzz. Hey, hey, you, hey, you got to yell. Hey, get back. Oh, get I don't back. want oh. that. I don't want but, that. No. Uh, so <laughs> I hey, don't want an outside person involved in this. I was saying the coach, the, the head coach maybe. Yeah, no, I don't, but, I don't want an outside person But um, I, I don't really know how you could put sensors into those uniforms because those guys – they alter the uniform so much they barely wear any pads. I don't, right. I don't know how you could do that. I don't know. But the laser is a great idea, though. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a fantastic idea. Obviously, the chains are kind of a, um, you know. It just like, seems so archaic. Like 30, 40 years past its time. We passed it. Well, I don't know about 30 <laughs> or 40, but I think 10. I think I we've was, gone technologically enough. Okay, we're we're, we're stringing say, cameras okay. from over the top. I'd say 20 years past. So we're we're stringing, and that may be the solution yes. is, we're you know, if we're looking at it from sideline to sideline, we're stringing cameras up from the top. That's true. I don't know why we can't string something that follows from the top and, and it actually has the ability to censor. But for me, I'm tired of having referees come running in to eyeball where the ball is. Oh, gosh, yeah, that then that wears me out. You I know, want a censor in the football. Yes. And I want some kind of a – okay, I got three dogs in my yard. I can put a I can put an underground barrier in my yard, and I can put a collar on my dog, and it tells my dog when he crosses the line, he better back up because he's going to get zapped. Right? So we can easily do that for football players, or if they if they, if the they ball, cross the ball. Yeah. With no, I'm saying when the ball <laughs> say, no, saying, crosses yeah. that line, it's a touchdown. Saying, yes. I don't have to have somebody running oh, in, gosh. getting them off the pile to see where it is. Why are we not technologically well, further along? We're well, getting poor spots by the referees. Yes. they got to burn a. Brent Brennan's uh, timeout to get to get a review, yeah. So I, I, I agree with you on that. I think Absolutely. we could do it at first downs, and I think yeah, we could do downs. it at the end zones. I I, I don't want a guy bringing a, a, a three by five card in and trying to put it between the football <laughs> to tell that. me if it's a touch, <laughs> it's a first down or not. We ought to be able to do the technology enough to or make that work, or just a poorly spot in the football that just it wears me. Oh, like, I know. Like you clearly saw this guy get tackled a half a yard earlier, right there. What are you? What are we doing? All right. So are, are we? I don't under, you explain to me. You've been a coach forever. I'm struggling with this. So I'm carrying the ball. Okay? Okay. And if I break the plane with the ball, it's a touchdown. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. But yet if I'm running anywhere else on the field and I've got the ball out in front of me, but my knee touches down two and a half feet backward, the ball no longer matters. Well, the location of the ball doesn't matter. To me, that's where football has gotten overcomplicated. And I think it comes to the gambling. It comes to just over um, just the over scrutinizing of watching the game. And so they make it – like I don't even know what a, a catch is, to be honest with you, half the time. No. Because, well, he's got to go to the ground and control it. I just watched the guy catch the football. It's right. a catch. Right. You know, so I think to that point right there, what you're making is I just think they overcomplicate things too much. Like, hey, man, sometimes just use common sense. You you know good and well that guy had the ball. That's a, that's a that's a first down. His knees down, ball's there though. That's a first down. Right. You know so. To me, that's just my opinion. I always laugh every Sunday when I see a play happen. It's like, hey, we're making this way too hard, guys. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. Oh, that's, that's first down. Oh, I I get yeah. it. I, I can't. So, it makes me crazy. I I I think it's the same rule. But you know what else is funny? I'm gonna say this though. I don't understand how, and you're gonna think I'm crazy. I've always thought this. How does how is spiking the football not intentional grounding? Because you, you don't, you're not throwing there a receiver. You just take a snap, throwing the ball down. But you're not avoiding a sack. But you're still killing. The, you're killing. You're the clock. stopping you're just, the clock. You're, but you're just throwing the ball down at, right. at a lineman's ankles. Well, a good, I'm, I don't think you're crazy. I, think I it's, mean, now you're you're making it complicated again. <laughs> I know. I am. But I was like, <laughs> but but the same breath. Like, so what? Which one is it? I guess you know. I'm not trying to overthink it here, but I'm just like, that's that's intentional grounding. But, I, but anyway, I'm I, just, I, that's I just, that's but I I think it's like a player <laughs> deciding to go down and give himself up on the play. I, I don't have yeah, yeah, to yeah. be touched if I gave myself up on the play. Unless you're Saquon Barkley and you fall and fumble the football. Well, man. but he wasn't giving himself up. <laughs> he just fell. He just fell. That was crazy. I was uh, like, yeah, oh, it's, no. it's it's funny how the rule of the ground can't cause a fumble 
Unless it, All of a sudden it can't. It can't cause a yeah. Until it actually uh-huh. does and you're not touched I going down. It I does cause a fumble. But anyway, I'm sorry. I may get you off track. No, no, no. no. You're, it's not off track. I think it's a. I think the rules part of this are very I just up think, in the air. I just think we overcomplicate a lot of things in football. And I think a lot of football, because, because it's so many people watch it, so much money is on the line yeah. that they just try to find a way to make sure that everything is 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 – is covered and, and to me when you you do that it overcomplicated yeah because now it's like hey man that guy's that's a first down you know his knees down but the ball's right there so why? I can't down. deal with that like where the new one I get I get where you stepped out of bounds or quarterback when they or somebody run out of bounds and they reach it out real quick yeah. right there and right that's okay yeah but to me right. that's okay so when I when I when I go and blast him when he's almost a foot out of bounds because he tries to stick that ball out don't call a pin on me for, for late hit. Is Pat Mahomes not the genius about just pull up before you go out of oh, bounds yeah, and get hit and, and then just... let him hit me and take 15 more yards because the officials are going to call every time. It's like, dude, that's not a penalty. No, it's not. But he's managed to get the league. And I don't every know time. if the league doesn't need to figure out. I, we got to look at this because this is I being really taken advantage so. of. I really hope so. Right, we got to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do a couple of picks of righteousness. we got college football bowls starting off again on Saturday, so we'll do a couple of those before we get out of here. Also, the NFL's looking at going another overseas location. How many of these are we going to have to deal with? It's old man ranting next segment. 15 minutes till top of the hour. Live in the yard. On the fan, 107.9. What does a food truck chef in L.A.? Order up. A hip-hop producer from St. Louis. Check, check, one, two. And the king of the pickup courts in Philly have in common. They share the same grit, resilience, and passion for what they do. Because the people who share the same spirit share the same beer. Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. When the closets are too small, the cabinets are outdated, and the sink and the bathtub are aqua blue, it's time to call Victor Home Remodeling. With over 15 years of experience, Victor offers room renovations, patios, cabinetry, bathroom remodels, flooring, painting, roofing, and more. Call 903-306-7495. Online at victorhomeremodelingtx.com. Quality craftsmanship at a fair price. Trust Victor to turn your home into a dream home. Hey, it's your radio back again. Been a little busy putting up Wi-Fi hotspots everywhere. Do you realize more people are now streaming radio via the internet? You might say I get around. And if you run a business and want the word to get around about your products or services, you should consider radio advertising. Do you want to reach new customers? Well, radio advertising has the best ROI of any media to get the word out about your business. And radio encourages repeat business. We give your customers reasons to return to your store instead of someone else's. Now, if you want to generate more traffic, that's where radio can really help. Also, the advertising you do today is selling customers who might make their buying decision weeks or even months from now. Radio advertising generates new customers and sales now and in the future. Hey, and back to Wi-Fi. You want to drive the neighbors crazy? Just name your Wi-Fi police surveillance van. Find out how Texarkana Media Center can help your business grow with radio. Go to TexarkanaMediaCenter.com for more information on radio advertising. Purina Accuration is a premium weather-resistant protein block with fat, vitamins, and minerals designed to balance nutrient deficiencies in fair and poor quality forages. It's convenient to feed livestock. No need for special feeders or shelters. Ask the folks at Miller Bowie Supply about Purina Accuration. Miller Bowie Supply, your local Purina feed store at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. Hi, it's Terry the Termite. It's that time of year. I'm getting a real craving for some wood to sink my teeth into. My friends and I would love to come to your house for a good meal. 
Ban Terry and his hungry friends from your property by calling Lawrence Termite and Pest Control. Find them on the web at lawrencepest.com. Termites can be your worst nightmare. Eliminate your termite problem before it starts. Click lawrencepest.com. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the Ban's Community Calendar. Casa for Children Texarkana strives to provide hope, healing, and justice by empowering volunteers to advocate on behalf of abused and neglected children. Learn about Casa's mission, their programs, and join them in standing up for local children in need. For information, call 903-792-1030. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan. Brought to you by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Welcome you back. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Dwight McCowan doing the deal today. Uh, Texas UIL football championships going on in Arlington this week. Yesterday was the little divisions. Uh, the uh, 1A six-man and 2A division one. They all finished off yesterday. Uh, today, we've already got two games in the books now. Albany uh, defeated Mart in 2A division two, 28 to 10. And uh, just finishing, just a couple of minutes ago, uh, Malikoff, 16-0 on the years. They knocked off Franklin, 14-7. Uh, to Really uh, intriguing low score. When you look at, uh, we've had 82-34 to in that six-man and 70-20 to in the other six-man. We get a 14-7 in three-man, uh, 3A rather. Gunter and uh, Tidehaven knocked out uh, Dangerfield last yeah. week. We'll play tonight in the last game. Tomorrow, it's the 4A and the beginning of uh, 5A. It'll be Anna and Chapel Hill in the morning. Gilmer and Belleville. Oh, man. For you uh, PG folks, you can grit your teeth real hard. they got a 3 o'clock kickoff, and then um, at uh, 7 tomorrow night, Alito's going for another oh. state championship. <laughs> you rolled your eyes yeah, as they take on Smithson Valley. Say whatever with those guys. <laughs> They're dominating. Oh man, you five know, division one. I always laugh at people who always say, you know, PG and Carthage and Texas High. Along with those guys recruit. Da da da. Man, no. You want someone who who be getting roll in movies? Doggone Alito. <laughs> you think those guys are from Alito? No. But when you win, people move out there. That's what happens. So. Well, and, and it's yeah, an intriguing community. And you're right. If you, I think it was the. Uh, was it TCU's maybe new defensive coordinator from a year or two ago moved out there, and of course. His son's a stud linebacker yeah. or whatever. And what are the odds and the coincidence that he yeah. pulled that guy in? He, yeah, he didn't, no, that's, he, he got, that's where he's he going. Didn't, he didn't go to North Crowley, nope. which is right there nope. with Alito. Nope. Okay, yeah. That's so, right. yeah. <laughs> the rich keep getting richer. And and they'll. I would expect they'll win tomorrow. Oh, I would think so. And I would expect – I don't know that they moved to six for next year. I knew they were year. close, but I don't know. i got to go back and look at it. Close, but it like, doesn't really matter – because if they're at five or they're at six, they're going to be contending for another state championship next year. Well, DeSoto should be coming down, though. So that they should, are. That should give them a little bit. Well, more they are unless they decide they want to go up, and I can't imagine they'd want to go I up. I would think they would stay since they closed their district and they'd not get as many kids yeah. moving in. So I think they would stay down and you would, play 5 You would think. One. I would but, think uh, so. Saturday may be crazy. Oh, that's going to be loaded. If you are uh, thinking about going watching a bunch of future college football players – Saturday at Jerry's World, you got Oak Cliff, South Oak Cliff against uh, Port Natchez Grove. Huge game. My family's from South Oak Cliff. It's from the South Dallas area, so it's that's 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 awesome to watch that going on there. You will have uh, the three o'clock game, Duncanville against uh, North Shore. A little bit of video I watch. I feel like Duncanville is a little bit better than North Shore this year. So, and the last game, six A Division two, and I'm I'm weirded out that they do Division one first, then Division two. Well, they flip flop it every year. Oh, do so they? They flip flop it every year. All right. Well, they're going to do uh, Desoto and uh, Humble Summer Creek. Yeah. In the last game Saturday night because that year we went in eighteen. The year Longview went. Longview was Division two, and they played the three o'clock game that year. Right. So they flip flop it every All year. Six right. A. So that's what you got to look forward to. If Gilmer wins this thing tomorrow, <laughs> by the way, Gilmer will be the team with the most losses yes. of this year's champions. They're twelve and three. Nobody else has more than two losses. Uh, Pleasant Grove blasted them. Uh, Chapel Hill beat them in a track meet. I think Chapel Hill put like eighty on those yeah. guys. Oh yeah. Oh, well, uh, almost everybody put sixty yeah, on that's them. True. And they those still were winning. Guys just kind of clicked at the right time, and Kyle Carthage and and you know. 
Thank you to the Gilmer Buckeyes for knocking yeah. out Carthage. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the NFL's looking at expanding. They're talking about uh, South America now. I heard about that, yeah. And eight, and I think there will be nine international games. Mm-hmm. Got to get the extra bye weekend if you don't do this. Got to get the double bye week. You got to. Move, just move, the NFL, move the NFL week back a week. Move it back a week. Move the Super Bowl back a week. Give everybody another bye. Okay. Doing too much, though, but yes. For, for those of us who were fussing about the lack of the technology to be able to avoid the thing, <laughs> and you ask if the NFL's got the money, every owner except the Chicago Bears voted, yes, we want to play another international game. I can see that. They recognize the ability to grow their product and their franchise and make even more money by taking some of these games, another game, internationally. Absolutely. I can't stand it. Oh, no, I'm not a fan of I can't either. stand it. They're trying to be like the NBA, which is a global sport. To me, NFL, is, it's an American game. It's, it's not a global sport, not a global sport game. They're trying to force-feed it down. Everybody's just throat, though, uh, and, and it really takes away – you know, from a home game from 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 these teams here locally, but that's that's what know. the Bears said. Yeah, the Bears said so. We're going to lose a game. We're going to lose one of our home games. Correct. And I, my my fans, my fans, aren't going to get to see Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen. Yes. Or Justin Herbert. Hey, my or, thing is, if you're going to do it, go do it in preseason. You don't like preseason anyway? Go take it over there then. But you know, regular season games, man, you can keep it over here. I'm not even a fan of when they go play in Germany or over over. No, I'm no. Not a fan of that. To me, it messes up the Sunday because now you got a Sunday morning game. <laughs> so I got I have a less game in Sunday afternoon. It's just like, come on, man. We already lose a game on Thursday. They have two Monday night games. It's like not enough games on Sunday, in my opinion. See, my complaint is, <laughs> my complaint is for the the fans who are expecting their eight home games. Yeah. One of their team's games are now not in their stadium. There, there's you know some of these communities. Think it's a Jack- big deal. Just think if you're a Jacksonville fan, you lose two of them every year. Jackson, I don't get Jacksonville. That's- Why don't Jacksonville just go overseas? Why don't just go to Europe I mean, and say this? We're going to play in London for now. We're the London Jaguars. It's ridiculous. They lose two every year. And I, and I get if you're at a stadium where the attendance is bad. Yes. You're like, all right. Well, this is a this is an opportunity. Let's go ahead and take it. I get that. But I don't know too many NFL teams where the attendance is bad. This is not the Tampa Bay Rays. No. NFL no. usually has a pretty good crowd on Sundays. Even if it's a bad team. Even if it's, it's a bad team. Because it's, it's only 17 games, so people are going to try to get there. You know, it's not that many games. Not a fan. I don't like this at all. This is my old man rant. Keep the NFL in No, I'm with you on that the U.S. I'm, I'm with you on that one. This ain't, this ain't the NBA. All right, here we go. We had a couple of picks of righteousness. For those who don't – I'm not going to play the music. For those who don't know – Here's how it works. We typically look at our college football games for the weekend and let you know who we would like to win and why. There's not that many this week. We only have a handful of bowl games, and some of them are minor games that probably have teams we don't even know or care about. But we'll throw out it. Well, I'm serious. I mean, we got a couple here that are all right, I guess. I mean, do you care about Western Kentucky and Old Dominion? Never, never saw them play. Say that's the famous Toastery Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, Monday night. All right, exciting. Saturday we do have a couple. So uh, Texas Tech and Cal are playing in the Independence Bowl. Uh, I'm gonna go Texas Tech. Matter of fact, one of my coaches I got, he's uh he's a Texas, he got a friend at Texas Tech, and they're going to that game. So I'm gonna go Texas Tech for my buddy. Nice. My son-in-law is a Tech grad, and our uh, good friend Paul Norton is a Tech grad. And despite that, I'll still go for Texas High. I mean uh, te- Texas Tech. Sorry. Uh, UCLA and Boise State in the Starco Brands LA Bowl. I actually like Chip Kelly, you know, and I know Lamichael James played for him. Did Lamichael play for him? Yeah. Uh, but I like yes. Chip Kelly though. He's a he's a, he does a good job. They're going to the Big Ten. They're abandoning their old conference. Are oh, they going to get hammered in the Big Ten, though? I'm going to go with Boise. They're going to get hammered in the Big Ten, by the way. UCLA is? Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yes. Oh, no. They are gonna. They were getting hammered in the in the Pac-12. <laughs> they're going to get crunched. In, well, I say that. They'll beat some of those crappy teams in the Big Ten, but they're not going to handle Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and whatever. Uh, let's see. We have the hmm, – Scooter Coffee Frisco Bowl. Oh, the Frisco Bowl. That's Tuesday night. UTSA, our buddy uh, Jeff Trailer, taking on Marshall. We are Marshall. Yeah, I'm picking Marshall because I'm not rooting for Co- no Coach Jeff Trailer. You're not? Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Watch them on the sideline. They beat us one year. Yeah. 
the next year he was trying to help Gilmer out when he was not even right, coaching there. Right. So and we beat him anyway. So no. Go Marshall. We've had Jeff on the show. Yeah. As a result, because it's a righteous pick, I gotta have him. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go with him. I gotta go with our guy. I gotta go with our guy. It's personal for me. I know. I'm not, I'm not arguing about personal. I'm I'm well aware. I get it. All right, I got music. We got to let you go. Dwight McCown, great to see you. Absolutely. I'm happy you, to be back. You come back and do this again next week? I'll be back. You next sure week you're going to be back? I'll be back next week. All right. That'll do us for today. Back again on Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in. You guys have a great uh, rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll see you down the road Monday afternoon, right here, leaving the yard on the fan 1079. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the fan1079.com and catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana 1079 The Fan.